0: welcome to in our community podcast season two where we talk about life fitness youth training nutrition and more recorded at resurrection movement studio in danville pennsylvania i'm your host coach hitty and sitting across from me is our lovely co-host one and only coach michelle in the past six years through our physical location of resurrection movement studio coach michelle and i have gotten to work with some amazing individuals In today's podcast we wanted to take time to talk about their success stories and celebrate their accomplishments in hopes of inspiring those of you who listen and invite those who are there right along with these individuals to celebrate with us to keep their confidentiality we have stayed away from mentioning their actual names on this podcast uh, with the exception of the few and you'll see why we did that so this could also be a fun game to play along while you listen to see if you can figure out which client success stories we are sharing. Thank you for listening as always. Please don't forget to subscribe to our show and leave us a comment on iTunes. Let's get this started. Today's going to be an exciting episode. We get to, instead of talking about a certain topic, we're going to share some RMS success stories. Now, even if you're not a client of ours right now, I do believe that stories of success can make you feel motivated or inspired to get moving or try something new. So that's why we wanted to do this from our our coach's perspective, from Coach Michelle and myself, uh, just sharing some success stories that we have been lucky and fortunate enough to witness and see. Uh, So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to be sharing, we're going to try to share three client stories of what we got to witness over the course of the time. And, and, and for confidentiality's sake, we're going to try to uh, either change the name or not mention the name of the client. Uh, but if you're part of the facility, you may find out who it is. It <laughs> might be a fun <laughs> game to play along the way. <laughs> Just listening and figuring out, hmm, who would that be? Right? Coach Dubes, do you want to start it off? Sure. Go ahead. Sure.
1: Yeah, it was tough to narrow things down because we do have such cool stories here. So it was really hard to think about, you know, just narrowing it down to just a few. But one that is current right now that really stands out in my mind is a young man. Hmm. And the first day that he came... He trained with a family member, and he's very much into Dungeons and Dragons. He even brought a sword with him, and we were going to maybe incorporate the sword into working out to get him motivated to you know start moving him into something that really was kind of out of his comfort zone. Well, I mean, before the first session was even over, the sword was non-existent, and, and he was really starting to find something new about himself. Uh, he, he struggled with some movements. So we we really had to work, work on some basic movement patterns, uh, working on you know get, really getting control of your body, things like that. But this guy has taken off so far. People see pictures of him. People see posts, and I'm I, I think right now I'm getting more calls that they want they want their child or themselves Mm. to be able to accomplish the same types of things that he has. And it's really just a whole change in personality and such a boost in confidence Mm. for this guy too. just where, you know, in a, in a tough time where things have, you know, you haven't been able to do the things that you really want to do. He's found this thing that makes him feel really great about himself. It gives him goals to set Um, Gives him something to work towards. Sometimes we're virtual. Sometimes he's here. He works only outside when he's here. So there were some bitter cold days when he was training outside, but still like so enthusiastic, still, you know, just crushing goals as he went. Mm -hmm. Um, So he he really he was the first one that that stood out in my mind and for to be so young. Mm -hmm. and do this yeah huge accomplishment
0: very cool i've actually never had a personal interactions with him but i've gotten to see his progress you know from a distance distance Uh, just him working with you and seeing what you guys have been able to accomplish have been really really amazing what are some like uh some characteristic things that you've noticed in him that as you guys have trained together
1: some some like progress, you mean that yeah, he's made? Yeah, yeah. Well, definitely, so much more confident. Okay. Um, he knows his own ability. Like I said, too, um, when he first started, he wasn't really, he didn't have a whole lot of body awareness. You know mm. how how to move well. So as he gained more control of that, and he's a thinker, so you can see before every movement he does, if he's doing a lift or something, he's going through the checklist in his mind. Okay, where, what do I need to do? Flat mm. back, you know, core tight, whatever he's he's thinking in his mind um, to make sure that those movements are really 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 crisp and he's so all over it we have also built a bond where i think he's a lot more comfortable with me and he'll talk about some things um also while we're training so Mm. that has helped him too so you know we kind of share experiences and and talk through some things when maybe he's not having as much contact with with other people Mm. so that's been really great
0: um was it hard for you guys to find like a middle ground or was it like a supernatural for you to just kind of find where he, cause I, you know, I see, and I know the answer to this, but I'm asking so the audience can kind of see how you approach training sessions. Um, mm-hmm. uh, because I see you as a client centered coach, right? Like no matter who the client is, you kind of try to find that the middle ground where you guys can connect and mm-hmm. you use that as the starting blocks to build, uh, build on the journey. And you're really good at that, whether if it's a, a youth client that you're working with or a general population client that you have a way to find and navigate through finding that middle ground uh, to meet client where they are and and figure out where they want to go. So they're in the driver's seat um, and, and you're just kind of helping them navigate through their journey to get
1: there. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah no, it was a really it was a smooth. It was a smooth process with him, for sure. He's really easy to get along with. And, you know, of course, in the beginning, you know, um, you, you have a, a young kid here and and they're not so sure of you. You're not so sure of them. But really, I mean, we've just transitioned into this. And um, he has he'll say to me at the end of a session, like, can we work on this or, mm. you know, he got some equipment at home for Christmas. So, yeah, Very it's cool. we're, we're looking forward to it. Being nice out again, so we can get back out to our outdoor training sessions.
0: Hmm. Sounds like he's really taking the ownership of his training sessions now. After you know, I would say maybe six months or so of training with him. Oh, that's where I'm bad.
1: Yeah, my yeah. memory's terrible. So yeah, it's uh, yeah, it was nice out when they started. So yeah. <laughs> it was warm out at the time, and they weren't sure what was going to happen.
0: Was it spring or summer? Do you remember? Because I know this was right before or right after the pandemic has started you guys started working together wasn't mm-hmm.
1: it it was probably closer to summer was it yeah like may or something yeah oh yeah. boy you're really so my maybe memory maybe, is maybe not close to like
0: check. 10 months or so that's yeah. pretty cool we though were, yeah
1: and they weren't even sure they would make it through the winter and, and yeah. here we are yeah i can't wait until he gets back into activities where we can really see him yeah. put some of this
0: work to use that's the neat thing about like working with athletes is we see them in this environment of, you know, in the weight room, and we do speed work, and we do strength work and power work, and we see them developing in those areas. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, for them, being able to perform on the field or whatever their sports that they're playing, that's where they start to be like, okay, like, what I did worked. That's where they start to really grow in their confidence, and, you know, that's that's really neat to see. So as the spring sports kicks off, I'm excited to see our athletes who have been training all winter long now, uh, just go back to their sports and see the progress uh, that that you know that transfers over from the training in the weight room. Right. It's Speaking of the athletes, my first client spotlight or success story is Mel. <laughs> uh, Mel, it's, I can take this in a d- many different angles, but. <laughs> <laughs> but you know initially right when mel started you literally had to like drag her out of the house (laughs) and bring her here because she didn't want to train exactly she just wanted to dance Mm -hmm. and but she like was as soon as she started i think she really started to be like oh i like this this is fun and i have to give her credit like she has this gymnastics background and i've noticed that a lot of former gymnasts who come into the gym have a really good movement patterns. Mm-hmm. They have a really good body awareness and body control. And that helps them in, in the things that we try to do for her though. I think the turning point and the, the part that I want to talk about is the recovery from her injury. Right. So she had a freak skating injury. Mm-hmm. Right. And feel free to hop in anytime dudes, uh, because you know, it's your daughter. Uh, and, and after that, just, how quickly she recovered how quickly she wanted to get back to the gym and how quickly she wanted to start lifting like she was before um i mean you played a huge role in that and motivating her and kind of pushing her to get here initially but to where she is now she's crushing her prs she's crushing you know all the lifts and then she's getting stronger she's jumped in to play tennis this fall and yes huge yeah and (laughs) just you know even on the dance side as i was watching her dance yesterday like her movements are very powerful and i think that comes from strength training of understanding how to contract and relax your muscles Mm -hmm. that applies in dance too so it's really neat to see her progress in in many ways in her confidence in her attitude towards lifting and working together as a group and she's never afraid of the heavier weights not that like heavy weights are the king but for you know for her t- after going through her injury and for in and in, in, you know, even though the injury didn't happen in the weight room for her to just step up to the plane it's like all right you know what i want to get stronger i want right. to get stronger than before that mindset and that attitude is something to celebrate i mean that's that's incredible
1: she would wheel herself into the gym so mm-hmm. she could do things like bench press. <laughs> I know. I remember sending her surgeon pictures of her doing pull-ups. <laughs> I know.
0: It's crazy. I mean, like, she was training with, like, one leg, basically. <laughs> right. And not many kids have that kind of drive. So that was, that's was that been incredible to watch.
1: And wanting to still do box jumps with the rods still in her legs. Yeah, yeah just, yeah.
0: I have videos of her doing depth jumps, just, like, relearning how to evenly distribute weight on her legs. uh, You know, I think this was still when the rods were still in her leg. Mm -hmm. Right. Like her injury was pretty severe. I don't, uh, I don't think we covered that part. you want to, it was Tib and Fib, right? She broke both Tib and Fib in a freak skating accident. Yeah.
1: Spent four days in the hospital, surgery. Mm -hmm. She had um, rods in for six months.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, n- it never slowed her down. It, mm-hmm. it didn't, even when she was in the hospital. <laughs> mm-hmm. she, she was, you know, telling people to come and visit her, which, of course, now is crazy to think about. But, you know, we had to go down to one of the cafeterias at one point because she just had this, like, steady influx. She didn't want anything to slow down. She just wanted to keep going. Mm-hmm. So.
0: And, and I, would say, I, would, I, I would think that the strength training played a role in how quickly she was able to recover. Th-
1: that is very true.
0: Yeah. Yes. And, you know, we really focused on her movement patterns because after an injury, it's easy to develop compensation patterns and lean on that compensation pattern. So we are very careful and we watched her very closely to make sure because she's so young. We don't want her to have any complications down the road. So, you know, we used pain as a way that like she was communicating with us that something wasn't working. And uh, we really paid attention to it. Now, you would never know. No. That where she's only out, like, maybe a year. Not even a year from her her rods being taken out, right? Right.
1: That was June. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That's crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I worried about, well, a lot of the movements. But I really mm-hmm. worried about dance because she, unfortunately, already has tight ankles. So, mm-hmm. after this, I really thought, oh, man, with the tight ankles already... And, and now recovering from this fracture, where are we going to be at? And, uh, I mean, yeah. she's great.
0: She's crushed it.
1: Yeah, she huh. really has.
0: So that's another success story, recovering from injury, using strength training to gain her strength and even go further with where she was before deuce who's your second client (laughs) all
1: right well this is another so this is another family i get a lot of family members Mm. who want to train together and it's fabulous it's so great to have a partner so great to have somebody motivate you and a lot of times i get um parent and children and and that's Amazing, also. So, your kids are just automatically learning by the example that you're setting. You're working together, you know, you have a bond, especially when you get to the teenage years. You know, it's tough to bond with your teenager sometimes. What do you mean? Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole nother <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Struggles of being a teenage <laughs> parent. Yes. Especially teenage girls, right? Yes.
1: <laughs> 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 uh So, I'm going to, well, I guess I'll talk a little bit about the mom and the daughter here, Sure. but this was a mom and daughter who trained together and then they also would train apart sometimes Mm -hmm. depending on schedule or just depending. Sometimes the daughter would want her own alone time or she would want to work on some things that, you know, maybe weren't um, in her mom's plan, but they, they both were so determined and worked so hard and this just became a way of life Mm. so that's that's their success story there is that this just became a way of life it just became very natural for them Mm. once the gym shut down um she was my first client to go virtual well both of them went virtual yeah yeah and and she has consistently she's been my most consistent virtual client all through the entire pandemic Mm. and not to mention she had a career change and moved an mm. hour and almost a half away. Mm. So all of these big, uh, you know, life changes and, and she still stuck with it and we're still training today. Now her daughter just recently started to come back. Uh, she took some time off. She was doing some gym classes with school and virtual. And, you know, as we all know, some of the kids are getting kind of overloaded virtually mm-hmm. with things. Um, so the daughter didn't train as frequently as mom But, uh, now she's back, she's training virtually again, and she has been able to, when they come back to this area, to come back to the gym and train too. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, this has just been really just one of those stories of, you know, just, they, they just keep growing, they keep getting stronger, they're still working really hard and, and have really just mastered this virtual fitness and, you know, I'm one of these people, I really think that, you know, when, when something big is thrown your way, you just have to kind of pick it up and take it along with you in life. And and they have demonstrated that all the way through. Like, eh, okay, so we're in a pan- pandemic. We're going to keep training. Mm-hmm. We're going to keep doing this. And, uh, yeah, it's been really amazing to watch.
0: You know, it's amazing. I think it speaks volume in your ability to coach, Dupes, and connect with your clients that both of your stories that you share so far has – Switched over to the virtual, and they wanted to continue to train with you, and I mean it would have been easy. And we've seen a lot of clients who say, "No, nah, virtual is just not my thing," and I totally respect and understand that. Right. Um, and but for the these clients that you've shared, they wanted to keep going mm-hmm. with you in particular, virtually, and and that's awesome that you can encourage them to do that and you can guide them through that process. Um, and then I know that uh, the daughter came back to the gym recently uh and i saw some pictures of the end range motion when we yes. talk about movements you know end range motion is is really important and i can really i can pretty much assess if somebody's a good mover or not if somebody has a control over that movement based on the starting position and an the end position mm-hmm. if both look stellar most likely the transition between is is pretty good and when i saw four movement patterns that you posted i think it was a deadlift a box jump a pull up and a push up um all four of the end range motion the end point of the motion looked really really stellar
1: incredible yeah and and she's 10.
0: yeah that's the amazing part and she just has a really good control of her body and that's incredible to see especially at a 10 years old Mm -hmm. so so huge props to you and huge props to your client who's a mother daughter combo all right my second client is actually the oldest client that we have at the facility She's been a client of ours for a long time, I think four or five years, and uh, such a sweet lady, <laughs> so sweet. Every Monday, Wednesday, Friday morning of 5.30, she would come in and, and train, and you know, a lot of times, we'll have to sidestep and, and show her uh, a, a different type of movement, or so either just make it a little bit easier for her, because there's certain things that she can't do, and that's totally okay, or she'll pick up the lightweight, uh, but she'll always have a smile on her face and and always are friendly to anybody and everybody that's here and uh you know just just a joy to be around um and and i remember we've had some milestones prior to the pandemic you know i remember her seeing one of our clients flipping a tire and she said I want to try that. <laughs> I said, okay. I was a little bit hesitant because like, you know, tire flip just in general is not the best selection of exercise right? Uh, because of the spine position, but you know, one or two won't hurt. Right. And so if a client wants to do it I said, all right, let's do it. Let's see what happens. And she did it. And I remember, I still remember the biggest smile on her face <laughs> when she did it. Cause she's like, yeah, I'm strong. Like that type of like just the joy in her face was something that i took a picture of in my head and i said like i'm gonna remember this and that's been really really neat to see Uh, i'm not really sure her journey prior to finding us uh, but my guess is that she hasn't really quote-unquote strength trained prior very well but uh you know beyond 70 years old she found strength training she's incorporated it and um you know, she was so excited to get back into it after the after we were able to reopen again, and she's been here consistently. She's somebody that I can always count on to be here at five thirty in person uh, at five thirty, and uh, it's it's been really really neat to see her progress uh, over time and continue to utilize exercise as her outlet and and for her to keep going and keep moving. She's a very active individual in general, mm-hmm. and uh, I think. She enjoys moving, so it's really neat to see that.
1: She's been a great motivator, too. I -hmm. can't tell you how many other people I've heard say, you know, if she's in there doing this three times a week, then I have no excuse,
0: you know? So She inspires through her actions.
1: Yeah, yeah. where the rest of us might, you know, we might feel a little sluggish on a certain morning or, you know, maybe we don't want to get to the gym for 5.30, but just thinking like, oh, they know she's going to be there. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Coach Michelle, do you have another client you want to highlight real
1: quick? I do. Okay. So this is somebody who started, who had a lot of injuries, and I think had made a lot of excuses for herself throughout her life. Uh, She's not here anymore. Life circumstances have kind of taken her away. But from what I hear, she's still very active. Mm. Uh, She's used what she learned here, and she's applied it on her own – And uh, but I can remember some of the movements we just couldn't even do because of pain, because of injury and because of previously telling herself for a really long time that she couldn't really not, you know, I, I think we see that a lot here. People will come in and just think, I can't, I can't, or I'm not that person. They think that they have to be a certain kind of person to come to a gym and do certain movements. So they really have that doubt. Uh, well, what I saw with her while she was here with me, she grew so much, started believing in herself so much movements improved. We worked through injuries. Um, you know, we, we worked with, well, what kind of stretching do we need to do so that you can bend into that movement a little bit more or whatever it was on any particular day. Sometimes a, a new pain would pop up that we weren't anticipating or something, but really working through, really getting her to train smart and be smart, listen to your body, to the point where we were doing box step-ups when mm-hmm. that was not a possibility. When she walked in the door, stepping up to anything was really um, scary and wasn't really... Um, Something she was able to do um, where we were adding more cardio in and she was just feeling so much better about herself to the point where, like I said, now, even though she's not here anymore, I still hear that that she's incorporating these things, that she's using those movements, that she's still feeling good. She hasn't gone back to those pain filled days and, you know, excuses. Excuses are something that we see a lot. Uh, now she knows she can and she does.
0: Hmm. That's awesome to hear. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> um, I'm going to tie this all up at the very end. But before I do so, that's the reason why we decided to do this today. Uh, I do have to mention two more names <laughs> and you guys kind of fit in the k- same category. So that's why I kind of lumped you guys together. It's it's you, Coach Dubes and Coach Danielle. Uh, both of you, I think, you know, five years ago or six years ago when I met you two, that in six years you'd be a coach. I don't think you'd believe that.
1: No, I never would have believed that ever. Yeah. And, and I
0: think <laughs> Coach Danielle would say the same thing. Because right. uh, particularly in Coach Danielle, I remember the first day she walked into the gym. She's never taken a fitness class before. She's never strength trained. I still remember what her squat looked like. Like she was on her toes trying to squat. <laughs> and I think I spent a good 10 minutes trying to explain what a squat was, and she still couldn't do it. <laughs> you know, and and I thought, and and this is, you know, this is gonna sound terrible when i say this i thought to myself like gosh i i I don't think she's gonna be one that's gonna be coming back Mm -hmm. you know that's i just had that like thought in my head and i wanted her to come back but i just thought to myself she probably won't be coming back but she did she kept showing up and showing up and showing up and you know this last weekend she she was able to pass her second certification in the fitness industry and as you talk to her more and same thing with you like i think the listeners can hear like the success stories of the clients that you just shared you are a coach you figure out figure out this special way to connect and bond with your clients so you can kind of guide them through their progress in their journey and this quote comes to my mind is what you know doesn't matter until that they know that you care mm. to me you're the, the perfect definition of that like they care about what you know because that they know because they know that you care you know and coach Danielle is on on the way to discovering that and right now when I have a conversation with her I can tell her knowledge is like it's is gaining momentum like she is learning so much and she's talking about these things that she's learning and the articles that she's reading and it's so awesome because this previous certification, I think, has also allowed her to learn how to communicate what she knows better, mm-hmm. and so and then I can also see the confidence growing in her. Right. I can also see confidence growing in you, and and it's been really awesome to see you guys start out as a client, right, and take ownership of what you know and and take that leap of faith into becoming a coach, and now working really closely with the client base that we have so to me you guys are one of the biggest success stories that i can think about oh thank and, you and yeah and it's <laughs> it's it's been really neat to see and you know I'm, I'm just so proud that that you've taken on that role and i'm not you know i'm uh, i'm confident in saying we have one of the most qualified most caring coaching staff in the area
1: Yeah, I would have to absolutely agree (laughs) with that for sure. Yeah, Yeah. and that's
0: not like to put other businesses down, but I know who we are, Mm -hmm. and that's who we are is we care deeply about our clients, and because we care, we own it to them to continue to educate ourselves, and we do. Right. You know, and through our staff meetings, we train together every week, and that's how we try to share our knowledge and really try to make sure that we're all on the same page. And it's taken a while Mm -hmm. for us to get to this point, but I think we're really knocking at the doorstep of like let's let's take this to the next level right right
1: right and we learn so much from our clients also yes absolutely i I think because we have such a good we we have such a good communication we Mm -hmm. we learn from them they learn from us and yeah
0: and i would say i wouldn't go further to say like they motivate us to want to be better
1: oh for sure you
0: know like because they're so hungry Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: and they give us so much that we're like gosh like i want to be a better coach for them That's the way I always look at it. It's like, you know, like they're such a humbling group of people that they inspire us that our job is we want to be the best coach that we can ever be. Yes. Yeah. And that's that's what we think about like day in and day out. Um, And going back to the success stories, the reason why I wanted to do this today is. Because we've been talking about how success doesn't have to be numbers on the scale and the way you look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. These are a small sample of six prime examples that we can think about in terms of what su- what success have looked like to us. And reality, to us, and to me personally, D success means so much more than how much weight you are losing on that scale.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't even, you know, that wasn't even really a consideration as i was considering yeah any any of my my people today
0: i know and it's it's funny because we can talk about and celebrate our clients um endlessly like Mm. we have every client that we have i can think in terms of this has this is something that's successful that i've seen them go through and witness Mm -hmm. like somebody being able to do a pull-up that's a success story on its own oh absolutely you know or just Mm -hmm. in general the confidence that i see in clients is like one of the biggest things that i notice and and awesome to see Mm -hmm. as a part of the journey and to me like that's worth celebrating sure if you really want to lose weight and that's what you want to focus on by means Mm -hmm. go ahead right um but I'm not afraid to say, like, listen, like, we don't focus on that. Like, if that's what you want, then we're probably not the facility for you. Mm-hmm. You know, like, we can help in that process, sure. Uh, of course. Like, what we do, our cl- would our classes help? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Would that be our main focus? No. No. Exactly. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, we both know that. And I think that's good. To, we talked about it in the last podcast. To, to be who we are, we also need to know who we're not. Mm-hmm. And that's who we're not. Right. Um, and I think it's okay to speak out against that because that's what's promoted in the industry or the, in the society. And it's not healthy. That's what, what it comes back down to is we wanted to show you the example of what success can look like. Mm -hmm. And, and it's a feel good stories. I think all the six clients or the six success stories that we shared, it gives you this warm fuzzies of like when we talk about them and when we think about them, because we're so happy for them right you know it's yeah. their stories mm-hmm. uh, but we got we were fortunate enough to witness it and it just makes us feel really happy for them
1: right one quick weight loss story and i'll make a brief i had a bride come to me and you know right off the bat she she basically told me you know she bought her wedding dress two sizes smaller and she wanted to get in into it. And I think it was, it was either six or eight months. So we, we had, we had some time, but I remember saying to her, okay, you have to do your end Mm -hmm. and then we're going to come here and train and move well and and incorporate both of those things. And it was such a a good goal for both of us. So, you know, my focus at the gym wasn't her weight loss. It was, it was making her stronger. It was having her, you know, do some, some sessions that were really going to benefit her both to get stronger and to meet her goals and then like i said on on her end, she had to look at her nutrition and and make it all find a really good balance and when she did it was so exciting and that wedding dress was even a little loose on her so it was it was really exciting and it was a great connector but our main goal wasn't that weight loss it was it was getting her stronger and and she learned so much about herself and and really you know learned to love fitness too, just through her sessions.
0: Mm-hmm. That's awesome to hear. I mean, like, you know, like I said, we can be part of that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But I'm, I think, you know, as I'm, as we were doing this podcast, one of what's coming in mind, and I think I want to create a diagram with this. We focus on gains, mm-hmm. gains in terms of confidence mm-hmm. in movement, quality, mm-hmm. ability, right? Movement ability. Um, we focus on strength gains. Uh, we focus on increased cardiovascular capacities uh, we, we focus on gaining of speed right like so we focus on gains mm-hmm. um, the losses the good losses are usually the bonus and then and the after effect of of focusing on the gains the weight loss the fat loss component that's kind of like step beyond in terms of if that fact happens that's great mm-hmm. but that's also not our primary focus mm-hmm. i'd rather focus and celebrate gains and like mm-hmm. good gains of you know that that brings positive joy to their lives yes. and that's that's who we are mm-hmm. well dudes it's 30 minutes in wow it's amazing Just right like that yeah Every i mean we, the thing is this is a really feel-good episode because it was. it's it's, it's awesome to talk about our clients and celebrate their wins. You know, like it's, that's why we do what we do is because we get to help people. Mm -hmm. Right. It's such a cliche time, the helping profession, but like, we really get to be a witness to our client's journey. You know, I know we, and, and we don't take credit for it by any means. We just like, we're lucky and we're fortunate enough to be able to witness these success stories and we're just thankful that we have that opportunity and that people trust us with their journey and uh we can't wait we can't wait to share more in the future absolutely well i hope you enjoyed the episode and i hope you have a feel good you know good fuzzy feels in yourself within yourself and uh we hope that it inspires you to maybe take your journey to the next step and we will see you next week Oh,